he repeated it in English, just in case. He felt the sharp intake of her breath, knew he'd guessed right. He also spoke German, French, and Polish, but English had seemed the most expedient choice, since nearly everyone spoke it as a second language. I won't hurt you, he said. But if you scream, I will let him have you. Understand? She gave a quick nod as he turned her in his arms again. Her smoky eyes shimmered in the reflected light of the store. Her jacket hood had fallen back, revealing dark hair caught in a thick ponytail. Her features were fine, delicate, though the elbow she'd aimed at his head had been anything but weak. She was strong, this woman. Strong and delicate at once. Alexei pulled his hand away from her mouth. Her expression was wary, but she didn't scream. Please help me, she blurted, wrapping her arms around herself to ward off the late April chill. Don't let them take me. American. He shouldn't be surprised, and yet something about her was wholly unexpected. Such as what an American woman who spoke no Russian was doing alone in Red Square at nearly one in the morning. Don't get involved, Alexei. He shoved the voice aside and concentrated on her. Don't let who take you? The authorities? If you've done something illegal, I can't help you. No, she said, casting her gaze behind her before turning to him again. It's nothing like that. I'm looking for my sister, and... Angry shouts rang through the square. She didn't wait for his answer. She simply bolted into the night, as if shot from a cannon. Alexei caught her in three strides, clamping a hand over her arm and spinning her around. This way, he said, hauling her toward the department store. It's too bright. They'll see us. Precisely. Boots clomped over the cobbles coming toward them. They had only seconds before the men made it down the hill. The slick snow was hindering them, but not much. Alexei shoved the girl back against one of the huge plate windows. She made a sound of protest. Put your legs around me. Her eyebrows shot toward her hairline. Let me go. You aren't trying to help at all. Your choice, Maya Krasavitsa, he said, stepping away. Good luck. No, wait, she cried out as he started down the sidewalk. When he stopped, she let out a harsh breath. Okay, I'll do it your way. Alexei gave her a smile he knew was anything but friendly. Spasibo. We will pretend to be lovers, yes? Put your legs around me, he said as he crowded her against the window and pulled her hair free of its confinement. She wrapped her arms around his neck, obeying without argument this time. Alexei cupped her thighs, pushed into the cradle of her hips. His coat was long and hid their bodies from view. If they did this right, anyone seeing them would think they were having sex. The American bit back a soft moan as he pushed harder against her most sensitive spot. The sound crashed through his veins like a shot of vodka. No matter how he willed it otherwise, his body was reacting. Chort Boyberry. She was small, soft, and she smelled like summer in the Urals. A hint of flowers, sunshine, and cool water. Anger flashed through him. Her scent made him remember made him feel. 
He didn't like feeling. He had no room for feeling. Feeling made you weak, had the power to break you. Kiss me, he growled as the footsteps pounded closer, and make it believable. Paige blinked up at the dark stranger holding her so intimately. My God, how had she found herself in this mess? She should have gone straight to Chad the instant Emma came up missing. But she thought her sister had simply forgotten the time. And Paige wasn't about to disrupt her boss's evening when he'd been kind enough to allow her to bring Emma along on this trip in the first place. Chad Russell was one of Dallas's most eligible bachelors. He was cool, handsome, and wealthy. And she was his secretary. Or at least she was for this trip, since his executive secretary wasn't allowed to fly longer than three hours at a time for her doctor's